So we're starting Daf Yud Zion um, on the last, the second to last line of Yechatz Mbez. So we're going back and we were discussing that Mordechai um, was uh, some of the, the some of his contemporaries because he went into Shara because he took over, you know, Mishnah Lamelech. So therefore. Uh, he lost respect of some of the Sanhedrin. And we see that Godol Talmud Torah Yosem Atel Stafashos. Now we're going to discuss uh, in that theme, Amar Rabba, Amar Yitzchak Bar Shmuel, Bar Marta, Godol Talmud Torah Yosem Kibbut Av, Ba'ain. That Talmud Torah is, 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 is greater than Kibbut Av, Ba'ain. Why? Shekolos and Shadam Shahaya Yaakov Avinu Vase Aver. As long as Yaakov Avinu was in shame in Aver for 14 years, as we'll see soon, that he learned there, Nena. She wasn't punished for that time. Damar Mar. As we say in the the, the Gemara and Yavama says, Lama nimnu What's the point? And Rashi says, Why are we counting the years of Rishayim? Marsha asks, Well, Yishmael did Shuva, but either way, Akopanam Rashi says that uh, why? What's the point of us counting how many years Yishmael lived? Because in order for us, the only purpose is for us to figure out and to understand the years of Yaakov. As the Apostle says, that Yishmael lived 137 years. How much older was Yishmael than Yitzchak, his brother from the father, from, from Avram? Arbesar. Okay, he was 14, 14 years. How do we know that? Because the Apostle says, that Yishmael was born when Avram was 86. So Yitzchak was born when Avram was 100. Yishmael was born when Avram was 86. And therefore, there's a 14 year difference. And furthermore, what do we know? So when Yaakov gave birth, when Yitzchak gave birth to Yaakov and Esav, he was 60. So Bar Kamahava Yishmol, so Yishmol at 60 plus 14, Kedis Yaakov, when Yaakov was born, Bar Arba, he was 74 years old. Kama Paishin Mishnei. So how many years left did Yishmol have to live at that point? So if he died at 137, and it was 74 years, so Shitim Vitlas. So it was another 63 years. Vitanya. Hoya Yaakov Avinu B'Shashin Esbarach Me'avad Ben Shishim Shana. That at the time when Yaakov got the brachas from Esav, Yaakov got the brachas from Yitzchak, he outwitted Esav. So at that time, he was 63, which means, same 63, so that must be the time when Yishmael died. How do we know this? Because the Pasuk says, So Esav saw that Yitzchak gave Yaakov a bracha and told him to go ahead and go find a wife. So Esav said, okay, must be mean too. So Vayelech Esav, at that time, So the, we're now going to start on the Pasuk. Why does it say that he took the daughter of Yishmael, named Machalas, who was the sister of Nevayos? Why do we care? Of course. Well, if Yishmael had a daughter of Machalas and a son uh, Nevayos, so I know that they're brother and sister. Why does it have to tell me that? Elamai, it's coming to tell me, Menamit Shekitsha Yishmael Umeis. That Yishmael died after the Kedushin. And Nevoyos married off his sister in the absence since Yishmael had died. And we see that that was at the same time that Yaakov got the brachos. It was immediately thereafter. And therefore we see that, um, that, that Yaakov was 63 and, that, and they died at the same time. Shitzim v'tlas v'arbesar. So if you count 63 years of Yaakov plus the 14 Adam Yisrael Yosef, right? He worked, it was 14 years 
that he worked uh, seven before and seven after uh, the marriage of, 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 of the sisters. So, of Rachel and Leah. So, Yosef was born when he was 77. That when Yosef stood before Paroi, that he was 30 years old. Okay, Hamei Vesheva, right? So that means at the time when Yosef, after he was sold into slavery, he, um, the Saramashkim, Saramashkim, Parah has the dreams. So how old was Yosef when, Parah, when, when he stood before Parah? He was 30. And, and Yaakov at that time was 107. Okay? So 77 plus 30. Shev Deshava. Now add seven years of plenty. Vitarti to Kafnan to a famine. Hamei Vesheitzar. So, you're going to have a total, that means Yaakov was at nine more years. So 107 is 116. Uchsev, okay, then immediately thereafter, uh, Yosef reveals himself to the brothers. He sends, he sends for Yaakov. Yaakov comes down. He has an audience in front of Paro. And how, Paro asks him, how old are you? In the long way. Okay, so now he says, I'm 130. Well, guess what? Sorry, we just counted. 30 years Yosef was, 77 uh, Yaakov was when Yosef was born. So that's 107 plus the 9, 7, and 2 of plenty and famine. That's only 116. So where are you missing? You're missing 14 years. So we see that he, we didn't calculate the 14 years that it was in base Aver. Okay, Ditanya. Where do we see this? Hayakov the base Aver. Mutman Arba Sershana, he was hiding from Esau for 14 years. Aver Mes, Lachar Shiar Yaakov Avinu, Laram Narayim. Aver died after Yaakov Avinu went to Aram Narayim, Shtei Shanim, two years later. Yotza Misham, Yaakov left there. Ubaloi Laram Narayim, he comes to Aram Narayim. Nimsuk Shaaman al Be'er, when Yaakov goes to stand by the Be'er after his 14 years of Shaven Aver, Ben Shivan Vesheva Hava, Ben Shivan Vesheva Shana. So we see he was 77 years old, 63 when he's left. He left plus 14 years, Sheve Anish. How do we know that Yaakov was, in, in fact, not punished for the time he spent at Sheve Eber? Right? We're going back to our original memory over here, which is Gadol Tamatari Yosem Rikibar Avaim. Titania, Nimtza Yosef Shapir Shmeaviv, Esrim Bishtaim Shanak, Shem Shapir Shyakov Avinum, Meaviv, Diakov. Okay, so that Yosef was separated from his father, Yaakov, for 22 years, just like Yaakov was separated from his father, Yitzchak, for. Uh, right? So, Frech the Gemara, what do you mean? Tilton Vishitzahavan. It's 36 years, 22 plus 14. Not Shave Ever. Ella Arbesar. David Beshave Ever. Lechashiv. So, like we started off saying that the 14 years he spent, Yaakov spent at Shave Ever, did not count. Frech the Gemara. Safe, safe. The base lovin Esrim Shnin Haven. Now, if you count base lovin, now Rashi, in Rashi Deber Maskal Barbara, so trying to go through the count here. And he says, yeah, it was 14 years until Yosef was born, but it was another six years until he got paid. Okay, and settled the bill. So it was, it was that loving for a total of 20 years. So why are you going ahead and saying it's 22? It's only 20. Because he, he tarried on the way for two years. The Tanya. He waited. He delayed. She was 18 months. He was in Sukkot. He was there for another six months. So he got punished for that time too. It was only the time learning that he was excluded. Okay, that it was excluded from him getting paid back by um, you know the same twenty-two years, the two years on the on the road, plus the twenty at Lavan is the same time that he got paid back. Kaviyachol uh, that he was he he, he was that he was not able to uh, 
uh, see Yosef. From the time Yosef was 17, we know that he was sold into slavery at the age of 17, the Pasuk in Yosef says, and until Yaakov saw him, it was 30 plus 7 and 2, 39 was when Yaakov finally reunited with Yaakov. Hadranach Megillah Nikris, Hadranach Megillah Nikris, Hadranach Megillah Nikris. Okay, now we're going to discuss some of the, the halachas as far as reading the Megillah. I'm going to get a little bit into the uh, Ksav over here, which we discussed um, in the Ain Veins on the Sarim. Okay, so we're going to have to reconcile that Gemara. HaKarius HaMegillah LeMafreya. If you read the Megillah out of order, so you're not going to be, it's a Kar Alpeh, you read it by heart, Kar Atargum. If you read it and you, uh, as you read it, you're Metargum it, you translated it into a Targum. Bechol Lashon, right, you explained it, Bechol Lashon. In any Lashon, Lo Okay, however, however, Avokarina said, Loyazus Belaz. So Loyazus refers to a foreign language. So let's say, for instance, let's use our example. You can, to English speaking people, you can say the Megillah in English. Okay? But if the English speakers can, can still listen to the Megillah in in. Lashon HaKodesh, meaning Ashuris, and you're going to be Yotzeh, even though they don't necessarily understand all the words, okay, they're still going to be Yotzeh. Now, let's just pause here for a second. So if you remember, during the Einbeins, we discussed that all the Svarim, we said Einbeins, Svarim, okay, the, the Rabbanon held, if you remember, there was Machlekes, we said that, that this Svarim can be written in any Lashon, and then we brought a stira from a Brisa. And in order to answer this theory, we basically said that the Brisa, Ainbein Svarim Latulanum Mazuzas al Shasram Nachtam Bechol Lashon, said the Mishnah on Chesam and Beis, Latulanum Mazuzas, Ain Nachtam and El Ashuris. It has to be written Ashuris. Now we send the Rabbanon and we ask the Stira immediately there. And we, the way we, the Mara finally answered that Stira on Tess was by saying that, that um, the Brisa, which says it has to be only the Brisa said, uh, that it has to be written in Lashon HaKodesh, we said that that is talking about Megillah. So the question is, how do you reconcile that with this here? Now we'll talk about the Ksav in a second here, right? But there it's Mashma that the Megillah has to be written in, the Megillah has to be written in, in Hebrew, in, in Lashon HaKodesh, in Ashuris. And we'll get to this later in the Mishnah as well, but the Mashma says, and the way the post can bring it down, is that clearly when we're saying you could read to Loyazus Belaz, you know, we're saying that you don't read, the Megillah could be written in that same language as well. Now, of course, the Kairi has to understand that language. So what we're basically saying, the Mishnah is coming and saying is, okay, if, you, if you're speaking, if, you, if people want to understand, the Rishonim explain this, that even though the Rabbanon held that it's, that uh, the Mishnah, and we learn from there, that, that it has to be written in Lashon HaKodesh, there is an exception. Because the Megillah is about Persumi Nisa, we want people to understand that's a, a, of greater preference for the Chachamim. And therefore the Chachamim said that if you have people that would understand it in English, so then you could read it to them in English, off a of Megillah written in English. That is the uh, basic way of understanding this. There is a Machlikis Rishonim between the Ramban and the Ran, whether or that's the way the Rishonim explain why, even though the Rabbanon over there said that it has to be kichsa v'chil shaynam, that over here you can read it in a foreign language, Dainu English. But um, there's machlikis, like, like, like I was saying, there's machlikis in the Rishonim, whether or not it's only if they don't understand Lashon HaKodesh at all. Right? So the Ramban says that it's only if they don't understand Lashon HaKodesh at all. 
Um, but if they understand Lashon HaKadosh, then you don't have this heter, you're not allowed to, and you have to read it to them. And Ashurus are not going to be Yitzah. The Ran says that even if they don't understand, if they just prefer to hear it in English, you'd be fine as well. And based off of that, Mechlekes Rishayim, Shulchan Aruch brings both Lashonis as a Yishayim, and therefore the Mishnah Brewer Paskins, like we do, that if somebody uh, read the Megillah in English to an English, in, to an English-speaking population, um, if they if they did not understand, if they if I'm sorry, if they did understand Lashon Hakadosh, they would understand Lashon Hakadosh, and you read it in English anyways, you'd have to reread it. However, you wouldn't make a bracha because you have machlekes rishonim on the matter. Okay, and that is the way to explain as far. So we see clearly here that a Mishnah certainly to, if somebody doesn't understand, if, if people don't understand Hebrew, that even though the Chacham held that the Megillah can only be written in Ashuris Lashon Hakadosh, there is an exception. For a lulayazus balas, if you're telling, we're talking about people who don't understand the language, um, that there is an exception. Kara say rugen in the Mishnah. If you read it, say rugen means you pause, you stop and you go, stop and go. Umis name or you're dozing off. So if let's say you are either writing a megillah or you are being darshaning, giving a shear on the megillah or magia, or you're trying to correct the megillah in kim and levi, if you had kavanah to be yaitza, meaning and you read the words of the megillah while you were doing one of these things, so then if you keep in levi yaitza, then you're not, if you had in mind your yaitza, if not, not. Okay, so these are different types of dyes that were used as forms of ink, but they weren't as ideal as ink, or on the air, so that was all the inks. Paste inks, etc. If you wrote it on a type of paper or diftera, so we see it's not as it's not perfectly treated like cloth. Then which means cloth So it's got to be written Now it says here clearly ashuris, right? So Tosis says that this is Rid says that this is a that this is a ta. This is a mistake in the Mishnah because the Mishnah just said that you could write it to Lola'alus Balaz. Ashuris means it's written like our Sefer Torah, right? It's like it's Savashuris. So must be a mistake. Other Mepharshim explain that no, that it's saying if you are going to write in Lashon HaKadosh because you're reading to people who understand Hebrew, so then you, um, then it has to be written in Ashuris. Okay? But we see clearly, and so too the Ramah brings down that you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to write it in Ashuris if you are um, going to read it, meaning to an English-speaking population in English, then the Sefer would certainly um, be okay written, written in English. So, Zuck the Gemara. Let's go back. The Gemara says, how do we know to the first thing? How do we know if I read the Megillah out of order that you're not going to be Yitzhah? The Apostle says, that it has to be, Megillah has to be like it's writing as it occurred at the time. Meaning the events happened in real time, not out of order. They happened in the order that they happened. So, so too, when you read it, it can't be my Freya. So the Gemara says, when this, that Pasuk of Kirsim HaMechizmanam is talking about Asiyah, it's talking about the mitzvahs, the events. It's not talking about reading of the Megillah. It's not talking about the Pursuni Nisa of the reading of the Megillah. Why? Because the Pasuk said, so Elamai, we have to rely on, like we've had before, that we see that we are makesh iskish chirilasiya, ma'asiya lamafreya. Yes, this pasuk which says that they have to happen in order, kisom v'chizmanam is talking about the asiya, but we are makesh the zechira tasiya, ma'asiya lamafreya loy, just like. The, the, the events as they occurred did not happen out of order. So too, when we do the Pursume Nisha, we read it, it also has to be in order. Tana, this same din that you can't go out of order is v'chem b'hal, v'chem k'reshma, u'v'tvila. 
So now we're going to discuss how. How? How do we know that you can't go out of order? From the rising of the sun until it sets, the sun goes in a, a predictable order. Rise on the east, sets on the west. Okay, so just like that, it goes in order. So too, the halal has to be in order. It has to be, again, like the day, just like the day, uh, has uh, right the, the the day follows a progression. It goes in order. So too, how has to be in order. That it says just like okay in order. Right? Rashi says the how has to be in order. Uh, in the order that it was. From now until the future, right? So again, now is happening now. The future happens in the future. Happens in order. So too, how has to be in order. Now, um, there is a a a dion that's brought down a discussion in regards to how. Um, if it is just okay, um, if it is just if you change the order of the psukim. Okay, that's when that's that's when you have to repeat hal that you can't go out of order. What happens if you read the prakim out of order? Are we makbed in that? Um, so again, it's machlekes and paiskim, and therefore we they, the the psak is if you read. So if the psukim are out of order, if you read all the psukim out of order, then for sure you have to re say hal doesn't count. Uh, but but if you read just the kapitlach out of order, right? You for whatever reason you uh, read. Um, you know, so you didn't realize it was full hollow and you read part of part of it, or you read it out of order. So then um, you you go back and you say hollow, but you don't make the bracha because it's machlekes and poskim, whether or not we're makbit on the order of the kapitlach of the of the hollow. Okay, kriyashma. How do we know that kriyashma had of order? Is not going to be okay. Is not going to be good. Is not going to be yotza the tanya kriyashma kichsava. Divrei Rebbe. Rebbe says now. First, we're discussing what. Language that has to be said. So Rebbe holds Kriyashma has to be in Lashon HaKodesh. You can say Kriyashma in any Lashon. My time is the Rebbe. What is the reason why Rebbe says it has to be in Lashon HaKodesh? Amakar the Pasuk says, V'ha'yu. Pasuk says, V'ha'yu. Hadvarim ba'elah. That means v'ha'v yasen yuhu. It has to be in the, in, in the language that it is as it's written. Rabbanon, my time, my time. Why did Rabbanon hold it doesn't have to be in Lashon HaKadosh? It could be in any Lashon. Shema says, listen, I don't care how, Bechol Lashon Shata Shemea, any Lashon that you can hear, listen, okay, that's what we want. For Rebbe, Nami Haksiv Shema, what's he going to do with the Limit of Shema? Ha'humi Ba'ilei Hashmi La'ozcham Ashatam Etzimipicha. That there's a din, the Shema, you have to hear the words as they're coming out of your mouth. You have to be able to hear what you're saying. Rabbanon, Sabri, Kaman Damar, Rabbanon hold that you don't have to actually hear the words. It's okay. If you don't hear, hear them, as long as you spell them out and speak them, you'll be fine. Rabbanon Ami Haksiv Bahayu. What are they going to do with the drasha that Rebbe learns to tell me that it has to be in Lashon HaKodesh? So they say, So we see Bahayu, the Rabbanon, learn. They don't need it to learn like Rebbe because they hold it to be, can be written in any Lashon. So Bahayu tells me that it can't be written out of order. Rebbe Shalik Lamafrei, Okay, where do where do where do we know? Um, where does Rebbe know that you can't read it? My friend, that's Devarim Hadvarim. Now, we got what we wanted out of this machlekes, but we're going to have to uh, finish up discuss a couple of a- other aspects of this machlekes. But what do we see clearly that Shema cannot be written? You're not going to be Yitzel Lamafreya. Can't be Lamafreya either. According to Rabbanon, you learn that from Bahayu, or according to Rebbe, you learn it from Devarim Hadvarim. Now, Leima Kasava Rebbe called her Kula B'Cholashen Emra. So the the Gemara is now saying like this. Let's say that Rebbe holds that. Regular reading of the Torah, the way Rashi explains this, we'll get to the other Peshatim in a second here, but Rashi says, regular reading of the Torah can be read, read in any Lashon. 
Because if you want to tell me that regular for regular Kriya Satara, it can only be Balashana Kaidish, why, according to Rebbe, why would I need a special reboy to tell me or a special Pasak to tell me that the Shema has to be written in Hebrew? Must be that any other reading could be in any other language you'd like. So the says, No, no kasha from that. I still we need Vahayu. Why? Because since we have a Pasuk that says Shema, which sounds like here in any which way you want, so I needed Vahayu to limit it, but really when it comes to regular reading of the Torah, okay, you can't assume that it can happen in any language. Therefore we have to write Vahayu to counteract the Shema. Let's, let's say that the Rabbanon hold that, again, the reading of, anytime you're in a Vahayu to read the Torah, it should be in Lashon HaKadosh. Why? Because the Yisach HaDaytach because if it could be read in any Lashon, so then Lama Lina Mechtav Shema. Why do I need a reboy of Shema to tell me I could read Shema in any Lashon? What do you mean? All Torah could be read in any Lashon. LMI must be a Torah can only be read in Lashon HaKadosh. The Torah again says no to counteract the Vahayu. It's just Sachat HaDachamina Vahayu Karebi Kasrachmana Shema. Okay? So there was a Havamina that since the Pasuk says Vahayu that you're limiting it only to Lashon HaKadosh. Therefore the Pasuk has to say Shema. So again, these two drushas that you can't learn to regular reading of the Torah. That's the way Rashi learns the Sukkot, that the Havamin that we're talking about here is that the reading of the Torah, let's say in Rebbe, would, could be in any Lashon. Okay? Um, Taisus doesn't like that, he says, because there is no Dindaraisa. We're saying here, you have, let's say according to Rebbe, you have a Pasuk of Ahayu telling me that you need to, uh, to read, right? Which the Mashmos would be that Midaraisa, uh, what we're trying to learn was without the Bahayu, that Midaraisa, you would not, um, you, you could read in any Lashon, but ask Taisus, Frek Taisus, there is no other than, Taisus says specifically, Krias of Amalek, Parsha Zachar, there is no Din Daraisa, okay? Um, so in fact, by the way, that Taisus says only, only Parsha Zachar, we know that there's a famous Machlikas, whether Parah or not, this Taisus would seem to be saying that it's only Zachar that's Daraisa, not Parah, but there are other Rishonim, obviously, in another way. So, Elamai Taisus says that what are we talking about? We're not talking about the reading of the Torah like when we read for the weekly Torah portion, but rather we're talking about when we read specific Torah parshas that are Daraisa, like Mitzvah Chalitza, or the Parsha of Egla Rufa, or Vidui Maestro Bikurim, where we have a special din in those instances um, to, to read. Okay? Um, now, just interestingly... The Ritva, the answer for Rashi says, he says that no, Kriya Satara is Daraisa, okay? And that's how Rashi would, ostensibly that's how the Ritva understands Rashi, that he holds that the, the re- reading of the weekly Torah portion is in Daraisa. And the Raivan actually has an entirely different twist on learning this Gemara, that the Havamina that we're talking about here, when we said the Havamina is you could, you could read Torah in any Lashon, we're not talking about reading or, you know, reading Psukim, we're talking about Limur HaTorah, that he, he's saying that the Gemara is a Havamina that you're only Yitzi, your Din, of Limud Torah, if you learn in Lashon HaKadosh. However, uh, a lot of Mepharshim ask on him and they say it doesn't make any sense because the din of Torah we know is the Higisa B'yam that even thinking in Torah is your Yitzah, your Yitzah, the Mitzvah, or the Chiv of Talmud Torah. So why should, why should we think that a foreign language would be a problem? You wouldn't be Yitzah. Okay, and therefore they blive Shver on the Raivet. Okay, let's move on. So we decided, remember, we were coming and saying the Megillah um, has to be written, has to be read in order. We said, so too, Hal has to be read in order. So too, Shema has to be in order. Now we're coming to the next thing, Tefillah. Tefillah has to be in order. Minalman, how do we know that Tefillah has to be in order? The Tanya Shemina Pakuli, 
his dishman yesterday brachos of an eregam liel al haseder in order. So Shimon Apakuli, his name either it was his name or because he was a cotton merchant, says Rashi, uh, he was mazder this the eighteen brachos of an eregam liel al haseder to be only in order biyavne. That, no, it wasn't Shimon Hapakuli, but rather 120 Zakanim, but him common Nevi'im, included in that were many Nevi'im, Tikkun Shimon Asrei Brachas, Alaseder. Again, so we see that the Takana of the Tefillah of Shimon Asrei was to be in order. Okay? Now, Rashi and Rav Haigain hold that, not here, in, in this, this sugis are discussed in Brachas, etc., that if you, um, that if you, if you went ahead and you skipped, let's say you were, you were saying the Shemana Esrei, and you skipped the bracha, so that you can just insert the bracha you skipped wherever you are. Right? So let's say you skipped the third bracha, you skipped the fifth bracha, and you're holding by the ninth bracha, you could just insert the fifth bracha, the bracha that you missed. However, other Rishonim, the other Rishonim ask on him from our Sugi. Our Sugi says it has to be in order. What do you mean? How could you say that? It has to, our Sugi clearly says it's al Seder. So they say that, no, that you have to go back to where you, you have to go back to where you skipped the bracha that you missed and you continue reading from there. That's how the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishnah Paskin, that if one skipped the bracha or made a mistake in a bracha on Shemana Asrei, you have to go to where that bracha was and you pick up reading from there, okay? Because it ha- you have to have read it in order. And there are some, just to be of Shittas Rashi, they say that our sugya is talking about uh, you know, the oh, Rashi, the Kashim from the other Shinem was, what about Arsugya? That they want to say that in Ra, to answer for Rashi, that Arsugya is talking about Gimel Rishonim, Gimel Achreinus. That's when it has to be Mafreya, but the Brachos in between could be okay. But Al Kopanam, we said that the Shulchan Aruch and the Mishabur does not pask in that way. Okay, moving on. Tanar Abadam. Minayin Shayimun Avas. How do we know? Now we're going to discuss the details of the 18 Brachos and, and their order. So, how do we know that you say Avas? Shinem Rahul Hashem B'nei Elim, right? It's referring to the Avas, the strong ones referred to as. The Avos, and Menayin Shemim Gvurais. Now, if the Gemara and Brachas discusses the Makar that there are a total of eighteen Brachas, comes from this the the eighteen Shemus of Hashem in this capital of Tilm Tilm Chavtes. Okay, but how do we know? Now we're we're addressing the order. Menayin Shemim Gvurais. How do we know you say Gvurish and Emar Havel Hashem Kavoid Vaois? Right, so it's Gvura. Menayin Shemim Kedushas. How do we know that you say Kedushas and Emar Havel Hashem Kavoid Shemay? Right, so that's the order of that capital Tilm, and that's how we know you say Kedusha Hishdach Havel Hashem Bahadras Koidesh. There it is. That's the Koidesh. So now we're going to ask, why do we say Bina Achar Kedusha? Why do we say the Bracha of Atzachin and Adam Dasach Kedusha? Shneemar, as the Pasuk says, the Ekdishu as Kodosh Yisrael. So that was Kedusha, which we just said. Vesel Kei Yisrael Yaritzu. V'samachlei. What's the next Pasuk? It says, V'yadu Toye Ruach Bina. Okay, so we see that Runa, Bina comes after uh, Kedusha. Now I just want to pause here for a second. The tour actually says, in regards to Bina, he says the reason why we daven Bina is the first bracha we make after these three is because that's what separates man from animal, right? We say Meisar Adam in Behema. That is, what is the difference between Adam? What does Adam have advantage over Behema? Is this concept of Bina and Seichel, and therefore we come when we talk about davening, right? Which is coming through our our Seichel and our talking on Karech Medaber. So now it's based on our Seichel. So now we go ahead and we talk about Bina first. Now the Bach asks on the tour, saying, "How could you say it's the reason?" Argumar says the reason is because of the Snichas of the Psukim over here. So the Bach comes says that you know what it is. What really what the Gemara is trying to address is tell me why on all the other brachas where we say hashivenu, right? It's a Lashon of Tefillah, hashivenu. Why over here do we say a bracha of 
just like Atakadosh, as a praise to Kadosh Baruch Atachainin Adam Das. Why don't we start like Baruch Aleinu, Hashivenu, Slachlanu, all the other brachas that it's a bakasha at the beginning of the bracha? Why do we start Atachainin in in a way similar to those three brachas before? And that's what the Gemara is try, trying to say over here. That the juxtaposition. That's how the Bach answers. That the juxtaposition of Bina meaning to, to Atta Kaddish, and the reason why we start the bracha with a, with, not with a tefillah, a personal bakasha, but rather a shvacha bakadosh baruch Okay, anyways, why do we say hashivenu um, after the bracha of Atachinei? So it says, so we say, bina vishav, so bina tshuva rifua. So the Gemara asks, well, if you're saying that Yavin, Vishav, Tshuva, then Rufua, Yahachi, Lema Rufua, Basra, the Tshuva. We have the bracha of Slachlon, we have Slicha after Tshuva. So why, if we're going to follow that Pasuk, why don't we have Rufua afterwards? The Gemara says, Lo Yisak Odechel, the Chesiv, the Pasuk says, V'yashav Hashem V'yachamehu, V'elokeinu K'yabra L'Sleyach. So we see V'yashav, do Tshuva, and then comes the bracha of Slicha. Frek the Gemara, okay, my chaz is Samachah, Samachah, ha. Says, I don't understand. So I have one Pasuk that says, you should have um, you should have tshuva and then refuah. One pasuk says tshuva then slicha. So why do we pick? Why do we go with slicha? Why does the bracha of slachlan go after the bracha of tshuva? So the pasuk, the gemara says kasim krakhina because I have a third pasuk that says hasle leach lechol abenaychi haroyfei lechol toichlu aychi hagol mishachas chayaychi. So we see in this pasuk that refuah is after slicha. So therefore, when it comes to us choosing what should go after tshuva, should it be refuah or slicha? Well, we see from this third pasuk that refuah goes after slicha. So therefore, it must be that slicha goes after slachlan, it goes after tshuva. Remember, the geula of refuah basar slicha, who, and so it comes to tell me that geula and refuah both should come after the slicha. Now, so what are you going to do with the pasuk that said, um, bina, right? We said bina tshuva refua. So if we're saying that's not an, that's not telling us the order, what is that pasuk coming to tell us? That is not a refua of a sick an illness. El refua the slicha. It's the curing effect that slicha can have. So therefore, the pasuk still fits. Slicha on is considered a refua that occurs based on your tshuva. When you do tshuva, you get slicha. That is a cure. Okay, well, the here we see that Rufu should be next. Why do we have the Bach of Gal Yisrael afterwards? Galinu, Reyashem, Rebar Galinu. Amar Rabba Mitach Shasidin Ligal Bishviyas. Ask, we want that seventh because we're going to get, um, we're going to get redeemed Bizman Mashiach in the seventh year. Lefichach Kabu Bishviyas. What does that mean, seventh year? That uh, we're talking about millennia. So, of Amar Mar Bishishis Koilis, that the six thousand that after six thousand years is Koilis, Bishvias Milchama. So we see that then there's the war, the big war, Gagumagog, but Matsi Shvias Ben David Ba. So we see that really when when does Mashiach come, when does the Gula come? It comes only in the beginning, only in only in the only in the eighth year. Not it's Bematsi Shvias, only at the beginning of the eighth year, not in the or eighth millennium, not the seventh. So the Gemara says, The war is considered the beginning of Geula. And therefore, we consider that seventh, and that's why we want the bracha of Geula when it comes to seventh. Okay, and, and Rashi, Rashi Barbarantzi says, What do you mean? Well, even though the Geula of the bracha is not a Geula of Lasat Lama, it's really a Geula, it's really a Geula from the tsaras that come to us constantly, it's a, it's a personal tefillah, bakasha, the making of a kaddish baruch Okay, that he says, um, 
and really for, for Bin Yushalayim. And at Semach David, there is a separate brach of Gula, which we're going to have. Still, it has the name of Geula, and therefore it's considered a Geula, even though, like we said, it's going to be, this is going to be, we're asking Hashem for personal Geula, and what's going to happen in the seventh year is a is is a gu'ula of Mashiach. Okay, Marulam Rufua Bashmina. So why do we say the Brach of Rufua next eighth? Because Mila is was is, is on the eighth day and you need a Rufua from the Mila. Lafikh Kabu Bashminas. Marulam Brichas Hashan and Batishis. Why do we say Barakhalainu on the ninth Brahma Rabbi Alexandri Kanegan Mafkiesha Orim? Because of the Mafkiesha the people that manipulate the market pricing, the Khsid, Shavar Zuroya, Rasha. Okay, that, that that's what the pasuk in Tehillim says. V'david kiyamar b'tishis amra. He says it in the ninth parak. I really, if you count and you see on the side here, the Torah uh, says it's the tenth capital of Tehillim. So Rashi references he says that really Ashrei, the first pas- the first parak of Tehillim, first capital and the second capital and Lamarog Shugayim are supposed to be combined and therefore really supposed to be the ninth. Okay, that's why we have Baruch Lino as the ninth Baruch Mayro. Lamar kibutz galius acher Baruch Why do we say kibutz to kabbashayfer after? Uh, because the Atem, the Pasuk says, Atem Hare Yisrael Anachem Titenu Ufrichem Tisu Laami Yisrael Ki Karvu Ki Kravai Lavai. Okay, and therefore, so we see next to the Prichem, the Barichat, the, the, the Pri, the Barichalainu, the Barichas Hashanim, we have the Kibbutz Goliath. So Kibbutz is Kapsu Goliath, once we have the Kabbashaifer, so therefore, Nasa Din Barishayim. So we add in, right, we have the Din of Rishayim. I will clean the dirt, your dirt, off of you, off of your chatayim. I will clean it like soap. And then what does it say? So after all that, okay, so when we have din rishayim, so then we have din so we throw in with them the Rishayim and the Paishim that they should also, they should be din with them. That's the Brach of Mashinim, even though it wasn't Misakin, this Brach of Mashinim was not Misakin, but it was added later. But here the Gemara is by burning it. Once the all the sinners, all the Rishayim are gone, so the Misraim is Karen Sadikin, then the Sadikim. Um, get upraised. They, they get lifted up. Everybody, there's a hakara to the tzaddikim, the pride of the tzaddikim. When I cut down the pride of the tzaddik, I will uplift the pride of the tzaddik. tzaddikim. We have right. We 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 mentioned the geri tzaddik with the tzaddikim. The Karnam, and then we go to where? So now, right? We went from Mashinim Al Tzadikim. Where? That's Yushalayim. Shenem Rishalu Shalom Yushalayim Yishlo Yishlo Okay. So then we have the bracha of Yushalayim Yercha, and then the Kibbutzim is Yushalayim Ba David. So once Yushalayim is built, so then David comes, and that's at Semach David. Okay. Achar Yeshuvu Bnei Yisrael Vikshuas Hashem Lekechem Ve'as David Malcolm. Okay. So that's again at Semach. The Kibbutzim Ba David. Okay, then we have the bracha of Shema Tefillah. Okay, and I'm going to pause here for a second. So um, there's a question that's asked. A question that's asked that I don't understand that in the bracha of Yerushalayim, right, where do we say, we, we say, right here, we said the order should be that we, we mention, right, there's Yerushalayim comes after we lift up the Tzadikim, and then we mention David. But if you look in the bracha of Yerushalayim, we mention David as well. 
So the verse Rav discusses this, and he says he brings he brings us from a Rambam. It's a mashmos and a Rambam. The Rambam says that Kol Misha Omer Malchus Beistavid Berchus Kol Misha Loy Omer Malchus Beistavid Berchus Yerushalayim. Then you're you're not yotze you're not yotze yidei Why? Because that's the Iker Bracha. I Meaning the whole point of the return to Yerushalayim is to have it's not considered complete. It's not considered a return to Yerushalayim without Chazaras Malchus Lebeis David. Okay, and therefore that's why we have to mention David in Yerushalayim, even though it's going to we have its. David, Malchus Beis David, has its own bracha of a Semach David. Okay, so we said after Ben David comes, then we have Tfila, Shema Kaleinu, Bav Yesma Kachu, Shemach Kaleinu, Tfila, Siddiqui, Mishabasa, Tfila, Ba, Avoida. We have the Avoida, Shema, Ola, Sehem, Zibachem, Dabat, Salam, Mishabasa, Mishabasa, Avoida, Basa, Toida. So then we have the Berchas Toida, we give the thanks. Shema, Mishabasa, Zibach, Toida, Yichabdenu, Ma, Roy, Lamar, Berchas Kohanim, Achar, Aida. Why do we have Berchas Kohanim after the Aida? Because the Pasuk says that after the Avoida, by Yisa, Aranis, Yodav, Eloam, by Yivorachim, by Yerid, Bracha by the Meluim. When did he do that? He did that after he finished the Avaida. So we see it's Avaida then Bracha. Why not? Why don't you why don't you make it before Avaida? Right? Like the Pasuk said that when do you when should the Berchas Khan occur that occurs after the Avaida is over? Mik Siv Lasa Right? Why do we wait till after Toida? Because the Pasuk says the Chsiv Zavach Toida. My Chaz is Samachaha, Samachaha. The Pasuk seems to be Mashma that when should the Berchas Khanim occur immediately after the Avoid is over? So why are you saying to follow the Pasuk of Zavach Toida? That Toida comes as, as part of a carbon. It's part of a carbon, so therefore the Avoid is not considered complete until the Toida is done. So the Gemara says, Mistabra Avoida Vahida Chadim El Sahi. It's Mistabra that it is one thing, right? We say like a Toida is a form of Avoida, it's a form of carbon. And therefore, it would make sense to follow logically. I could follow. I can go with each pas- with, with either pasuk, and therefore, it would make more sense to say that the berachos kohanim is in fact when the avodah is complete after haida. Why do we say simshalom achar berachos kohanim? The chesed of the pasuk says the samu es shemi al bnei yisrael that hakadosh baruch hu told the kohanim, you give them a bracha, and then guess what? Vani avarachem bracha that hakadosh baruch hu shalom. And what is the bracha of hakadosh baruch hu that is shalom? That's why we say simshalom after the berachos kohanim. Shenemar hashem berachos amav hashalom vechimei achar. So the gemara is going back to originally, right? We said. That when we said over here, how do we know that tefillah has to be in order? That's how we got here. And then we discussed the order of the tefillah. How do we know tefillah has to be in order? So we had a Shimon Hapakuli, and then we also had a Rav Yechanan saying that it's 120 Zakanim. So that Shimon Hapakuli, um, his dear Shmanes, Shmanes, why do we need him to do it if it was already done by 120 Meyav Asrim Zakanim? So So what did he actually do? So the verse you're right. All he did was he restored it. It was forgotten. Okay? Now, more brachas in this. You're not allowed to add any more brachas. That's why Rashi learns this. You can't add any more brachas into the Shmanas, right? And we can't do that, right? That, that the only way you could add is if you can say them all. But since there's no way, right? Therefore, we see off that that if you add on, you say too many shvachos of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you get, you get right nekar, you get cut off from the world. Shemar, as the pasuk says, Hayisaper, can it be told? Hayisaper like Yadaber im Amar Ish Ki Yivla Darshav Yehuda Ish Kvar Guvrayev Amar La Ish Kvar Kvar Giber Chayil. My dechsev the pasuk says Lachadum Yosehila. Okay, that sometimes you know what Sama. 
The koila, you know what the best medicine is? Mishtaika, is silence, is being quiet. Kiyasra, Abdimi, Amr, Barava, Mila, Besela, the famous adage, he said, I'll sell, I'll sell a Mila for a Sela. Shtika, if you want Shtika, that's going to cost you two. And I just want to point out one quick thing here, the halacha. So yeah, we said that Rashi learns that Asr Lesapar, you can't add brachos into, into the Shvach HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is in a Matbeah Shetabu Chachamim. Okay, to add into 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 Shmanasra into a fixed tefillah. However, the Shulchan Aruch says that you are able, right? And, and what what is this referred to? We know the famous Gemara and Brachos that you can't add more than Hakel Hagadol Hagibar Mahanoira. That is the Madbeah of the godless that we we have in Shmanasra. That's the bracha that we list. So, um, so now in Tachnunim and things like that, when you're davening Takash Bracha on a personal level in certain places within the Shemana that you're allowed to daven, so then you are allowed to add in additional bakashas and shvachas to HaKadosh Baruch you can add in shvachas. However, the Shulchan Aruch says that it's, it's mikomakom nachayin, right, because we want to be careful, we want to keep the tefillahs as they were, as the Chachamim established them, so you have to be careful, and um, it's, it's better to just say the extra shvach to HaKadosh Baruch by quoting psukim. And again, already there's a matbeah on them, um, because otherwise you're limiting um, it's hard for us to know. Okay, quickly to review here, we discussed the calculation of Rabbah, so the Gadol Talmud Torah, yes, we keep it up, doing that from Yaakov, okay, we're coming off of what, what, what Talmud Torah is greater than, first we said greater than Hatzal Snafashos, that was on yesterday's talk, and now we're saying, keep, keep it up, we're doing that from Yaakov, because we went through the whole calculation over there, that Yaakov went away, 63, he went away 63 years, at the same time Yishmael died, he was 137, what was the point of us telling that? Because we know um, right, to, to calculate the Akko was 63, and yet we know when he got to Paro, which was after uh, 14 and 30 and 9, okay, so after all that, he was, okay, he was only 116 years, according to the calculations that we have, but really he was 130 when he, when he stood in front of Paro, so we said it must be missing 14 years, that was Shem and Eber. We said, Akkar my Freya Layatza, we learned that from Kichsavah Chizmanam, that just like the events occurred in order, so too. The reading, okay, because we're makish sechira la asiyah, even though the pasuk is by the asiyah, the things that you're supposed to do for Purim, that we're makish the two of them together. And we said the same thing by halal, we learned that either from Mizrach Hashemesh or Zahayoyim or Hishem Hashem or Me'atav Yaradam, but either way we learned that by halal things have to be in order. And Kriya Shema, we said, how do we know that it has to be in order? We went through the whole thing of does it bechol Lashon Shato Shemeh or Lashon HaKadosh, and we said, based on how you learn the Pesuk and the Rabbanan, learn that Kriya has to be in order from Bahayu, and Rabbi learns it from Devarim HaDvar. And Tefillah has to be in order because, what did we say? We said Hashem Bapakuli was his there, the, the uh, Shman Esrei in front of Rogam Leo, okay, um, and, and the Kuf, right, the 120 Zakanim. Right, we, in the end, we said that basically it was Shachem Echazer V'Yastam, that's why it's both. Really, it was the 120s of Kedem, Shem Pakuli restored it after it was forgotten. Okay, but we said, the point was, we said that they were, they were hysteria, they, they created the order or set the order of the, of the uh, uh, Shemana Esrei, of the Tefillah Al HaSeder, that was the point. And we went through the whole order, we said, Avos has to come first. Right. How do we know of us in general? That's because of the Havus, like the Gemara Bracha says all the times it says Hashem's name there. And then Gavura says it's covered by his Kedusha, comes next because it says, Kavach uh, Meshtachon Hadras Kodesh. Okay, um, that's how we know Kedusha. And then we asked, um, right, we said, how do we know Bina comes next? Because it says Kedusha Binu. Okay, the Yadu Toyi Ruach Bina, right after the Kadosh Yaakov. So we see Pasuk 
The Pasuk says, Kedusha ain Bina, so we see Bina goes after, it's Tshuva. We said, Lovava Yavin Vishav Verafa is after Bina comes Tshuva. We said, Ayiv, so why not Rufua? And why does Slicha come afterwards? Because the Pasuk says, Ki Arbel Slech, Yashal Hashem Rachameyu. And then we said, um, Geula, how do we know Geula? Because the Pasuk says, um, because uh, the Pasuk said, uh, because, sorry, because Geula, the Asad Lava, in times of Mashiach, is going to happen in the seven, seventh millennia. Okay, even though we said, right, that's the only beginning of the war, the Geula doesn't happen until Matze that, but still um, the war is considered the Tchila, the beginning of the Geula. Okay, and then we have said, how do you know Rafua? That's on the eighth, that's the eighth bracha, because it goes Keneged, um, goes Keneged the Rafua. Um, for uh, Mila. Mila happens on the eighth day. How do we know Berchus Shanam is the ninth bracha? Because it's the ninth parak. We said really it's the tenth parak in our count, but the first two are supposed to be the, are supposed to be combined. They really were one. So that is um, ha- how we know that um, Berchus Hashanim, can I get that Pasuk, is in the, uh, that Pasuk in Tehillim. Kibbutz Goliath. Okay, how do we know that that comes next? Um, because it comes Be'ez Berchus Hashanim. That's the, the Pasuk that says, Prechem Tisulami Soki Kravu Lavai. Then we say Hashiv Shatenu once there's a kibbutz Galia. So then after after we gather everybody and call them in, so then there's going to be a din for Rishaim, and then we're going to lift up the Tzadikim, that's Brachal Valad. Tzadikim comes next, Hashiv Shatenu, sorry, and then Lamashinim, kibbutz Galia, Hashiv Shatenu, like we said, Lamashinim, and then Al Tzadikim. Again, so we the Zaydim, call Zaydim Imahim, together they get punished, and the Tzadikim get lifted up. And then once that happens, so then Yushalayim comes back. Um, we're right after we lift up the tzaddikim, and then with Yerushalayim as Semach David, David comes once Yerushalayim is built, and then we said Rabbi Yisim al Harkachim Simchat Beis So Tzila comes next Shemak Aleinu, and the Avodah because it says Ola Seichem Bezivchehem LeRatzayin Al Mizbechi, and then Toida comes next after that because um, Avodah Toida goes always is always kol with Avodah, and then comes Berchas Kana because the pasuk says that Aaron went down from. Um, from bringing all the karbanas, or with that, with the karbanas was the toida. Then we have simshalom because after the kehanim bench, Kal Yisrael. So Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, "Bismillah Shemi Yabanei Yisrael Ba'ani Avarachim." Then I will give him a bracha, and the bracha of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is shalom. We said it's also to add on to Shemun Esrei. Okay, we learned that from Mi Yimalel, etc., etc. That only you can only add on. You can lash me a cold tila, which is impossible to Kaddish Baruch Hu. And we said, I'm sorry, Bishrach Hashem Kaddish Baruch Hu, Yosem Midai, you get neck or an oilam, you get destroyed. And uh, that's the famous adage where it says that the best medicine is silence. And uh, if if uh, words can be bought for a seller, then silence costs two.